0: Member, FDIC. Join Town
2: Pump's Pump It Up Rewards Plus program and never pay full price for fuel again.
1: Save five cents on every gallon every day at any town pump across Montana.
2: Plus, earn and redeem points on your favorite in-store items to get free stuff with our clubs.
1: Stop in and pick up a rewards card. Download the Pump It Up Rewards Plus app today.
2: Or visit townpumpcom rewards to register and start saving.
1: Run right down.
0: Look who I found. Usually we're at the uh, press box at Washington Grizzly Stadium, but instead this guy's all over the country. He's been in Frisco. He's been in Fargo. He's been all over the place. And uh, now he joins us here on SkylineSportsMT.com. Riley Corcoran, voice of the Grizz, joining us. Thanks for being here, man. Are you you tired of flying around? Yeah, I guess this time of year you're just riding on all the adrenaline, so it's probably still pretty fun.
3: It's always fun, Coulter, but uh, the, the difference now is, man, normally you get a break. Normally you get a week or two break. It has just been full throttle with football, basketball, crossover then all of a sudden, you know, why not when the Grizz go to their first football championship in, in 14 years that basketball has their longest road trip in <laughs> right. 17 years? You, you love how that coincides one and one. But uh, it's good to finally be in Frisco, settled in, and now uh, totally locking down this game on Sunday.
0: So you've been gone, I mean, basically since the NDSU game, right? Because you were gone for the Grizz away games, and then their conference openers were on the road. You did Christmas in Arizona. So just give
3: people your brief itinerary. It was wild. It was crazy. Right when North Dakota State was over, I wanted to enjoy it, celebrate with everyone on a plane the next day, going to San Jose State, San Jose State Davis. And then, like you said, Christmas was in Arizona with family. And then I did straight from there to Salt Lake, did uh, Grizz uh, Grizz Weaver State, uh, up the road I-15. We love that road trip, of course, right? Then Grizz Idaho State. And then back in Missoula, got two days in Missoula, Fargo for basketball. And now finally down in Frisco, Texas. So it's been a whirlwind. It'll be something that'll be fun for us to to go back and say, "Man, you remember that crazy three week stretch?" But like I said, the, the brain is compartmentalized. Now we're ready for football. Well,
0: last uh, yesterday evening, sad news. But I, when, when people live such a rich, long life, you know, it's it's sad to say goodbye. But I often want to remember them for all the happy things. And Don Reed certainly brought a ton of happiness to the University of Montana as a whole, and particularly the Grizz football program. Most people would consider Coach Reed sort of the architect of modern-day Grizz football and and the guy who laid the foundation for everything we've seen uh, since. He was hired at Montana ahead of the 1986 season, and the rest was sort of history. Beat the rival 10 times in a row, uh, helped Montana rise to national prominence, went to the playoffs five times, and of course, capped his career with the national championship in 1995. He passed away yesterday at the age of 90, I was uh, sad about it, not because of, of his passing. It's always sad when someone passes, but I had spent the Christmas break trying to track him down because I wanted to know what what he thought. And, uh, of course, he was um, sort of on his way out. So um, certainly sad news. I talked to a lot of guys from the 1995 team yesterday. But, I mean, just your your initial reaction because, I mean, he's a guy that even – we are both too young to really have spent much time around him. As, when he was actually the coach at Montana, but you know, he's, he's one of those legends that sort of precedes himself.
3: Well, that's a great introduction to lead into it, Coulter. I mean, there is no Grizzly football dynasty without Don Reed and what he was able to do to, to bring Montana from just another program to put them in the national spotlight. Um, I think that Grizzly football still to this day still has imprints of, of what he has done. And, and you're right, we weren't around him from a personal standpoint, but when you hear Every single person talk in such high affinity for Don Reed. You know the kind of person that he is. And we were lucky enough to have him on a halftime show when we were in Portland a couple of years ago for Portland State. And that was my only really interaction with him. And just uh, a humble man and just such a a kind man as well. And and Bobby Howe still to this day talks about Don Reed and, and the fact that he can't even believe that him and Don Reed are one and two on, on the all-time Grizz wins list still to this day and uh not only what he did uh on the field and coaching and bringing the Grizzlies to that national spotlight but just the impact that he's had i mean from people that still work in the training room the equipment room still to this day still talk about Don Reed and that just kind of shows you the guy he is i think the the timing of all of this i know that we were talking about this a little bit ago as well Coulter but just the timing of it being on national championship week. Uh, it's always sad when we lose someone like Don Reed, but uh, I'm at least in a way um glad that we get to highlight Don Reed here this week when the Grizzlies are on the biggest stage um, because he certainly deserves that.
0: It feels like almost a symbolic moment or even something that is an omen of, of good things to come because years and years ago, who's the man who got, Bobby Houck into football, you know, into coach of football. People forget Coach Houck, he always wanted to be a coach of some sort, but he was a track athlete at the University of Montana. Of course, he was always palled around with his older brother Tim. And and then all of a sudden he's a grad assistant there at Montana. And then I know Coach Reed helped Coach Houck get the job at UCLA under Terry Donahue. And the rest is kind of history. The meteor, uh, the meteoric rise of Bobby Hauk, all the way to become you know youngest head coach in Grizz history in two thousand three. And I know Coach Hauk has talked with extreme and incredible reverence about uh, Coach Reed throughout the years. And uh, you have to think that that Coach Houck is thinking about this deeply as, as he prepares for this game. They're certainly thinking about South Dakota State, but uh, I, I think that uh, Bobby's he, he's. Uh, he's a guy that I think that this is something where this is going to affect him in a positive fashion, because I think that he is going to want to make sure to make the memory of Don Reed and Don Reed himself proud.
3: Well said. And I swapped a couple of texts with coach last night, checking in how he's doing. And you're right. I mean, it's hitting him hard because of someone that has such profound impact, right? Father figure in a way and, and yeah, I, I think that maybe style of play is the only difference. I don't think the Grizz are going to spread it out five wide like Coach Reed liked to do, right? But at the same time, I, I think that, you know, pregame speech and the history of Montana football, me and you know this, that Bobby Houck appreciates the history of Montana football better than anyone, better than anyone that I know. And uh, there's going to have some impact on Sunday for, for what Don Reed has done on this program. And uh, I think that there's a lot of people in that locker room, not only coach out, but even the senior class, they are very dialed into the history of this place that they know that uh, they're going to play for more than themselves for a variety of reasons. But this is certainly uh, a big one of that with coach Reed. Well, the the iconic picture of Don Reed holding his his fist up in
0: the air on the, uh, the center of the stadium, I was looking at that picture yesterday, and in the background is uh, one of my good friends, Brian Toon, who's now recently moved back to Missoula, and a guy I've gotten to know pretty well over the years. Uh, a member of the 1995 National Championship team, so I was texting Tuner, and he said, yeah, how lucky we all were to play for him. He was as special as they come, one of the greatest men I've ever met. So it uh, certainly resonated. Robin Selvig, he, he texted. He was a great guy, great coach, and he really got things going here. He was as nice as they come and he had some exciting football to watch. He mentored me as a coach, even though he was the football coach and he was just a gentleman, always completely impressed with him. And uh, Jim O'Day also said that he was a father figure to him and uh, certainly a guy that influenced a lot of people across the spectrum there at the University of Montana. So that's the news of the week. Besides the Grizz going to the national championship, Don Reed dead at the age of 90, a life well lived and certainly an icon in Grizz and Montana sports. Our road to Frisco and all the fun coverage we have about Grizz football leading up to their national championship matchup against South Dakota State. It's probably presented by Ryan and Miller Law. Ryan and Miller Law, more than 30 years of combined experience. Angie Miller has a biology degree, so she is an expert when it comes to medical malpractice cases. And Paul Ryan, he is a well-known name, Missoula's top attorney as voted on by the Missoula public a total of 13 times. And he's also about as big of a Grizz supporter as you can get. He's been going to Grizz games since 1968, and he's going to make his way down to the National Championship championship game for the eighth time so he's got a lot of knowledge about montana football he's also an ace criminal defense attorney your go-to guy if you need criminal defense or dui ryan and miller your montana attorneys
1: Ryan & Miller is a law firm specializing in personal injury and criminal defense. Paul Ryan and Angie Miller bring more than 30 years of litigation experience and are able to handle cases across the state of Montana. Ryan & Miller Law focuses in specific areas of law to ensure the firm provides their clients with the best representation. Their firm proudly handles automobile accidents, medical malpractice claims, wrongful death claims, DUIs, and criminal charges. For more information, visit RyanMillerLaw.com. Ryan & Miller Law, your Montana attorneys.
0: Riley Corcoran, voice of the Grizz, joining us here uh, on SkylineSportsMT.com, Big Sky Breakdown, as well as on our YouTube channel as we do this uh, on the Zoom, because Riley's all over the place. He's now down in Texas after being in Fargo. One quick note on that, because I know a lot of people are football heavy right now, but we got to just briefly mention the Grizz victory in Fargo, North Dakota, as we record this here on January 4th. They won on Wednesday night uh, the Summit Big Sky Champion, or Summit Big Sky Challenge, I should say. I know the coaches don't love the timing of this. I think the intent of it is a good thing to get non-conference games that are good for sort of uh, peer mid-major leagues. I know the t- coaches didn't like that it was right after the conference season had already begun, but Grizz played really well last night. They looked great offensively. They beat North Dakota State 96-86. Unfortunately for the Grizz, with a the team they'd already played before. They played them in Missoula back in November but either way, uh, Montez won two in a row now after bouncing back after getting drilled by Weber in their conference opener. And uh, the story of last night, and Moody shot the lights out at career high 36 points.
3: Uh, it's been amazing to see this Grizzly basketball team because Colter, everyone, for good reason, focused in on that Weber State game big time, right? And that was a massive loss, worst loss in conference history under Coach DeCure. But the Grizz have won seven out of eight games, if you throw that one out. I mean, they, they have found something, and especially with Money Williams being out. And I think the rise of, of Brandon Whitney and Deshaun Thomas the last two games is certainly what's noticeable. Deshaun Thomas wasn't really known as a defensive guy, right? But the last two games, he's had 11 rebounds. On and Moody last night. I was just a special performance, right? You got to go in the mind of On and Moody, which might be a daunting task at times, right? Seventh-year senior from Dickinson, North Dakota. I was getting texts from people saying that were from the state of North Dakota, saying I remember On and Moody playing high school basketball nine years ago. Yeah, Ten and years you ago, playing yeah. College basketball. Uh, but that game meant so much to him. He had over 30 family members and friends there, and it was the game that he had circled playing in his home state. To go off like that against the team that did not recruit him, he's always had a chip on his shoulder because NDSU never recruited him. His brother played football there. He ended up starting his career at North Dakota, tried to spurn NDSU a little bit, and now it all comes full circle in his final year that he has his best game. But but Grizzly basketball, they're finding something. And Coach Dakir at this time always tightens up his rotation. They only played seven players last night and you're starting to see the roles, the identification of all of that. And I, I think the Grizz have certainly emerged now I would say a top three team in the Big Sky. I think it's safe to say that the Weber State, Eastern Washington, and the Grizz are in the upper echelon of the league. Obviously, Montana knows the gap that they need to close if they want to compete with Weber. Now, they'll play here in Missoula in a couple of weeks, and I, I'm pretty assured that the game will be a little different than it was uh, down in Ogden. But but yeah, Montana's finding their groove, winning seven of their last eight. And, and on the Big Sky Summit League Challenge, Coaches are never going to be happy. We, we know that first off. But, but secondly, I, I'm with you. I think the intent of it is very good. It's great to get non-conference games against Division I opponents. I think all of us are, are kind of tired and sick of three non-Division I opponents every single year and trying to get geared up for all that. If they could just move this maybe to, to mid-December before conference play starts, then it would be perfect because the idea of starting conference, going back out of it, and then back into it is probably the only bizarre part of it.
0: Moody is is gonna do what he does. I mean, he's he's an off the ball scorer. He he's gonna, he's gonna have nights where he goes off. He's gonna have nights where he maybe struggles to get. Uh, you know, I mean, thirty six is an unattainable amount, but I mean, he's always gonna get to you your points. To me, though, this Grizz team, I, I think that they do have good role definition and better than they have had the last couple years because they have guys that fit specific pieces. Like they know uh, that Louoki when he's when he's uh, healthy can be. Kind of that, that bull of the china shop type of guy. They know that Tejon Sawyer can be you know, just a true post guy there on the block. They know what Moody's going to bring him. To me, the two guys that it all comes down to are the two other seniors, Brandon Whitney and Deshaun Thomas. Those guys have shown flashes throughout their career of being able to be good to great players at the mid-major, you know, Big Sky Conference level. And it seems, though, that when they have great breakthroughs, then they sort of disappear for a little while. So, to I mean, I think you probably agree. How much is just
3: harnessing consistency key for those two guys? I tell you what, you said it perfectly. You said they can be good to great, right? I think the Montana Grizzly basketball team is good, But when those two perform, they can be great. So I think that the team kind of embodies that statement. Culture and consistency is the biggest thing. And with Brandon Whitney, it really has come in swoons. I mean, you go back to his last year point production, it was great November, tough in December. And it really was up and down all the way through They need to have at least a flat line in a way where you can count on on something consistent every game. I think that the combination of Oki and Sawyer is maybe the biggest surprise to me. Oki, incredible on the defensive side, capable offensively. But then when Oki's out, you sub in Sawyer and he's more of that instant offense in the post, can play bully ball. And when he plays... 18 to 20 minutes, yeah, it's okay if he has three or four fouls because then you can sub him out with Oki, play a little offense, defense there. But but Brandon Whitney and Deshaun Thomas, those are the two pieces that have to be consistent for Montana. The biggest difference – this year, of course, is on and Moody is, is public enemy number one, right? He's blowing kisses to the crowd. He's the number one guy that's, that's on the scouting report, and he is not going to get easy shots. And, and last night, he made a, a ton of tough shots, but at the same time, those other guys need to help him out to alleviate a little bit of pressure. And, and those two are at the top of the list. Pretty impressive. I know you'd appreciate this uh, for Moody last night. Most points for a Grizzly since Mike Ogine went off for 39 in Portland. I will never forget that game. It was in Lewis Clark State's gym, a little tiny D3 gym, and Ogine went off and kind of had the same feels last night with Moody.
0: Our Road to Frisco coverage presented proudly by Greenhouse Pharmacy. Greenhouse Pharmacy has natural cannabis, providing chemical-free products, as well as non-psychoactive CBD and hemp goods as well. is the only green-certified dispensary in the city of Missoula. Greenhouse Pharmacy focused on providing the best cannabis and CBD products you'll find anywhere in the Garden City. They sell sustainable cannabis flower concentrates. They have a whole range of clean and delicious edibles. It's just an all-around sweet shopping experience. You want really fun and friendly people to help guide you. you want to know for sure that what you're getting is clean and organic. Swing so by Greenhouse Pharmacy. They're located at 1541 3rd Street in Missoula, right across from the Good Food Store. They're open seven days a week from 9 a.m. until 8 p.m. Greenhouse Pharmacy, Missoula's eco friendly dispensary.
1: If life has become overwhelming, crazy, and hectic, then now is the perfect time to try the healing powers of CBD. Greenhouse Pharmacy has a full CBD apothecary with the largest selection of whole plant, full spectrum CBD products in the state of Montana. Choose from high quality brands and products like tinctures, balms, coffees, and tea, edibles, and so much more. Plus, Greenhouse Pharmacy offers exclusive products such as relaxing bath bombs, soaking salts, pain patches, and lotions. Visit Greenhouse Pharmacy. Pharmacy on 3rd Street across from the good food store.
0: That game was unforgettable because that was Portland State still presses a lot, but that was when they never stopped pressing. And Michael Guinea was like the one man press breaker. The whole time I was watching this game, I'm like, is this guy get tired? Does this guy have any ability to get tired? Because he was just, it was a layup line for like 30 minutes straight. It was, it was crazy. That's, uh, those are good memories. All right, let's switch into football mode. Riley Corcoran, voice of the Grizz here. Uh, on the Big Sky Breakdown as well as on our Skyline Sports YouTube channel. Please, uh, if you haven't already, subscribe to our YouTube channel. Uh, you'll be able to get the alerts. We've been doing a lot more YouTube content, as you can probably see. we have been trying to do daily YouTube videos as part of this uh, road to Frisco. Crazy, I haven't actually got you on the record since the NDSU game. It seems like it was a lifetime ago. But, man, what was your voice sounding like after that? I mean, that was that was, I'm telling you. That was one of the craziest football games I have ever covered in my entire career. I'm sure from a play-by-play perspective, that was a uh, quite an experience for you to call that one.
3: That's a good way to describe it. Experience. Because, man, the highs of the highs. And, and from thinking the first play in overtime from North Dakota State, like, is this really how it's going to end? To just every play with theatrics in the second half. And my voice, uh, well, you can tell me about a couple of those highlights. It was cracking towards the end, right? But but I feel the emotion that we exude from the broadcast booth kind of personifies the majority of the Washington Grizzly Stadium crowd. And we were all going nuts with them. And that's a, that's a football game culture that, that we sit here in in 2024. This game will be talked about for at least 30 years, if not forever. I mean, this is a unbelievable game for, for grizzly football and, and just, all of the factors that go into it, not only that the game was incredible, but the fact it was North Dakota state. And the fact it was to go to a national championship, it literally had all the elements to, to where a, a season that's been so magical. I think it was so fitting that that it all culminated with the final game at Washington Grizzly stadium to be that kind of scene. And uh, it took a while for me to, to finally get my voice healthy number one and number two, to, to start moving ahead to Frisco because uh, I was along with the team and coach out that, you need a week to to just get get yourself accustomed to the next one after how emotional that game was, but absolutely wild. Never experienced anything like that from the booth before.
0: Well, Brooks Nuandas and I were talking. We'll drop this pod tomorrow. We were talking about just the art of momentum and how essential that's been to Montana's success uh, throughout the time under Bobby Halk, but particularly this year and how much momentum they've carried throughout the playoffs. Can they carry it throughout this break? I mean, what's sort of the give and take? Because like you say, you need a little bit of a reset after having a huge peak like that. It's also great to get healthy and have extra time to prepare. But is it really possible for the momentum of the last several weeks of playoff games to last through a three-week break? I think that's one of the big factors in this game.
3: That's a a major question coming into this, right? And a valid point. But I maybe take the, the positive approach on two angles here. Number one, that was a awfully physical game like if, if the Grizzlies had to play the following week I'm not sure what the injury report would have been looking like for Montana because they they poured all of it out in that game so I'd flip that and say that that yes they might lose a little momentum but man they needed to get 100% healthy and secondly you know talking about this three-week layoff and the break it, it, that along with playing on natural grass for the first time since 2018 those are like the two factors that go into this that that are really unknowns but but I would say that when you have a long break, it, it favors the team that is the quote-unquote underdog, right? Because if you roll the ball out there, and I don't think I'm speaking out of out of line here, to say that yeah, South Dakota State, when they get off the bus, they feel like they're better than anybody, and they've shown that, right? They've shown that the last 28 games, and certainly this year, with only two games being played in a single-digit margin. But I think the three-week layoff favors the underdog in this game, right? Where you were, I worry more about the momentum side of things, Coulter from the South Dakota State side of things, rather than Montana, right? They've been sitting there. They have the weight of the world on their shoulders. They have, they have put the pressure on themselves that say, this year's national championship or bust. So despite everything that South Dakota State's done for the last 14 games, they still have to perform to the highest level here. Whereas Montana, I do have that feeling around these guys, like not in a bad way, but they are playing with house money here. They're, they're playing looser. And, and yeah, that momentum might be one thing, but uh, I do think that that we could spin that into a positive a little bit for the Grizz. As we know, too, so often, I mean, the
0: FCS playoff format is awesome, and I think it's such a great example of how postseason football, when you have a real big bracket, I think it's too many teams with 24, but a 16-team bracket is great because you have all these sweet matchups and you can have all these back and forths and you can have all these different storylines rise up and all that. Uh, All that said, though, I think that sometimes if there's, let's say, three or four national cha- true national championship contenders, a lot of times those teams play each other way earlier on in the bracket. Like, for example, Montana State versus North Dakota State in the second round. Or, like you harken back to some of the old Grizz runs, I guess what I'm getting at is 2008-2009, the Grizz beat the best team in the bracket two times in a row in the semis. And then they had to go play the national championship five or six days later, and you have this inevitable letdown because you already beat the best team. Even though you're playing another one of the good teams, you already beat the best team, right? Like when they beat James Madison in 2008, that was the national championship game, and then they had to go play six days later, and they got smoked by Richmond. Part of it was injuries. Part of it was the cross-country travel two times in a row, logistics, all those sort of things. That's not the case here, though. NDSU is very good. They're very formidable, but I do think that – if not only the injury part of it, just get being banged up, but having to play a game right after winning in such a thrilling fashion, I just think you have such a chance for an emotional letdown. This way, I think you can sort of absorb it into yourself, enjoy it, compartmentalize it, all of it, and then get over it and move on to the next
3: opponent. And I think that's what the Grizz have done and eh? with the way they did it, their practice schedule as well with with going three days. They put practice Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday after beating NDSU, they didn't get a break, recharged the engines and being in practice this week, a ton of energy from the Grizz and, and loose flying around and embracing the moment and, and saying, you know what, we've made it, we deserve it. And I tell you what, Coulter, you look at the three teams, I'm maybe biased a little bit right from from what I've seen, but I would say North Dakota State, absolutely a team in the top four. I would say of the, the four teams that went out in the quarterfinals, I would say Furman is probably the best team of those four. So you could say that Montana progressively has gotten there. In my final poll, I'm probably going to have Furman number five. I will have North Dakota State number three. And then obviously, the, you got South Dakota State, Montana battling it out for number one. So it's been that nice natural progression. And just one note on that: the sweet matchups that I agree with you, finally, hopefully – that uh, the, the FCS is going to go to ranking the top 16 and seeding the top 16 next year. So we really are going to have that true format and, and where these teams aren't maybe playing each other too early like in, in previous years. So that'll be nice.
0: Yeah, no doubt. I mean, it's going to be advantageous for both the Big scare and the Missouri Valley because they have to play each other all through the playoffs early on. And they're the two best conferences with most of the best teams. Holidays might be in the rear view, but that does not mean that you don't need some alpine touch in your life. Whether it's the all purpose seasoning, the pepper blend, the cold smoke rub. If you like to grill, and grilling during the winter is awesome might even be better than the summer. Summer's great to be outside. You don't get the house all hot from the stove. In the winter, warm you up a little bit. Make sure you're feeling all brisk. Make sure you got your Alpine Touch all lined up. The Grand Slam package is perfect. It gets you four different flavors. They can deliver it right to your doorstep. Visit alpinetouch.com. Alpine Touch, Montana special spice.
1: Alpine Touch is legendary around the state of Montana for providing delicious seasonings for every grilling occasion. Now, Alpine Touch offers so much more, from a savory new barbecue sauce to spicy pepper blends to tasty barbecue Barbecue rubs. In addition to the classic, Alpine Touch has a variety of seasoning salts for whatever you need to spice up. Now that the holidays are over, Alpine Touch makes a perfect thank you gift to show your friends and relatives you love them. Alpine Touch, available at retail locations around Montana or online at alpinetouch.com. Alpine Touch, Montana's special spice.
0: It's Riley Corcoran, voice of the Grizz here uh, on the Big Sky Breakdown as well as SkylineSportsMT.com. All right, I have talked uh, a lot about all of the different ins and outs and matchups in this one. So uh, I'll, I'll start with this. What do you think is the most favorable matchup in this
3: game for Montana? I absolutely think it's the versatility they have on offense, right? And I know that this sounds wild, but I think that they're, the teams that South Dakota State has played, very one-dimensional when kind of looking at, at their schedule all the way through it, and they they play and they're used to a a certain style of play in the Missouri Valley football conference. And I think that Montana's offense has versatility and who would have thought that back in September, October, maybe even August, that we would be saying that not only the Grizzlies are playing in a national championship, but their offensive versatility is something that's going to be a massive weapon. I mean, to score 30 straight points in every 30 or more points in every game since the bye week I mean, that's production like we haven't seen in quite a while. And yes, there's no doubt. This is the best defense that Montana is going up against. One of the more historic defenses ever in the FCS. I mean, went back and looked at this. There's only been three schools that have allowed less than 10 points per game on an entire season. South Carolina state, Colgate and now South Dakota State entering this game at 9.7 points per game. So it's going to be a massive challenge. And, and you see it from a, a lot of different angles. Do the Grays have to muck it up to win this game? I don't necessarily think so. I think that the scheme that they have in place, they know they're going to have to hit on a couple of big plays, not necessarily trick plays, special teams. I mean, special teams for me would be the easy answer, but I'm not going to come on here and give you the easy answer. I'm going to go a little bit and say that I think that offensive versatility is going to help. And then obviously, and then the, the defense, with, with the scheme that they have against South. Dakota State, can South Dakota State handle the chaos? Can they handle the funk that is going to be brought from Ronnie Bradford and Tim Howe? We know teams can get used to it, right? Montana State, they did a couple of years ago able to do that. North Dakota State, what they did in the playoffs. But this is the first time South Dakota State is going to see any variation of this three-three-five and the wrinkles that they've thrown in this year on the back end with coverage. So I think from a broad-based side of things, I do think the versatility is the, the biggest factor that Montana has going their way. I totally agree with you on both sides. On the offensive side,
0: most of the time when we take breaks from the Big Sky Breakdown podcast, or Nuana Is Now podcast, it's to tell you about so very many of our fine sponsors. But today I want to take a break to tell you about a good friend who definitely needs some help. If you've been driving through Missoula or Bozeman and you've seen a billboard that has an odd request, can you find a kidney donor? Well, that message is from my good friends, Will and Jen Anderson. I've gotten to know Will through a variety of different business endeavors, and he has helped me and us here at Skyline Sports grow a tremendous amount, His intellect, creativity, his ability to listen, and his kindness have been tremendous to help us both professionally, but also just as a personal friend. And I always enjoy my time spent with Will. If you've ever spent any time with him, you know he's a very engaging guy that always listens to what you have to say, and he always has something insightful to say back to you. He and Jen, they really need your help. Will needs a new kidney, so hopefully we can help them. To find out more information how you can help, you can visit kidneydonor.care. That's kidneydonor.care. Become a donor and save a life. Montana's a great place that's based on community, so let's help these folks out. We're rooting for you, Will. Kidneydonor.care. Become a donor and save a life.
2: Join Town Pump's Pump It Up Rewards Plus program and never pay full price for fuel again.
1: Save five cents on every gallon every day at any Town Pump across Montana.
2: Plus, earn and redeem points on your favorite in-store items to get free stuff with our clubs.
1: Stop in and pick up a rewards card. Download the pump it up rewards plus app today
2: or visit tompump.com rewards to register and start saving.
0: The South Dakota state's so good against the run. I mean, and like you said, that's, that's the tried and true identity of the Missouri Valley football conference. Everybody likes to run the ball and, and South Dakota state's as good as anybody at stopping that. And, uh, So I agree with that, but I also think the Grizz are going to have mismatches on the perimeter. And that's not a slide against South Dakota State. That's just the way that it's going to be as long as you have this trio of wide receivers. There's just no defensive secondary in the FCS that can match up when you got Keelan White, Junior Bergen, and Aaron Fonts. I just think those guys are the most special athletes on the Grizz football team.
3: And everyone talks about Junior Bergen for good reason, especially what he's done in this playoff run. But the emergence of Keelan White has been a major, major game changer for the Grizz. And not only his playoff production, scoring a touchdown in in nearly every playoff game that he's played in, the two-point conversion against NDSU, but some of those catches, right, third down and four. He's got a a six-yard catch that he toe-taps on the sideline. He's emerged as a number one guy, also taking the pressure off Junior Bergen a little bit. And I I do think that that's a, a major, when we go to maybe position groups, that's where the Grizz have an edge. In South Dakota State, they rotate a ton when it comes to the linebackers, and especially their defensive line, but not so much in the secondary. They, they have two corners that they trust, and outside of that, it's a little bit suspect. So we will see what can happen with the Grizz there, but but the biggest thing, can the offensive line give Clifton McDowell enough time to get it to those wide receivers that's when the big plays can hit for the Grizzly offense.
0: And then on the other side, I totally agree with you as well. I think the coverage stuff on the back end is what makes the Grizz defense so challenging now. They've always done, you know, this multiple front, you know, shifting, crashing, stunting, blitzing type of deal in the box. But now it's the stuff they do on the back end that can really cross quarterbacks up. And you've seen how much they've crossed up. Some of the best quarterbacks in the country, over, the, especially over the second half of the year. I mean, they had... Everybody from Caden Bennett to Tommy Molat to um, Six God Tyler Huff, <laughs> you know, they, they, you know to, to Cam Miller. I mean, they had all these elite guys with their head spinning, but now they play one of the most elite players in the in the entire country in Mark Gronowski. So uh, I think that'll be an interesting one um, as well. When it comes to just the the mentality, I think that's another uh, interesting part. So often when you have a team like South Coast State, you get this juggernaut. And there's just this intimidation factor, both both in the lead-up and in the pregame. I just don't think that this Grizz team can be intimidated, and I think that's part of the way that they're made up. I mean, you look at the, especially the guys that anchor the defensive front seven – I mean, those dudes are all just wild men. Like they all just are ready to get in a fight at all times. You know what I mean? Like Tyler Flink's just a walk-on from Missoula Biggs guy who, you know, is isn't supposed to be in this position. But he's the hardest hitting guy on the whole team and he's ready to roll. And it's the same thing with Levi Janikaro and Braxton Hill and Alex Gubner. So I just I just don't think that there's gonna be that. You know, maybe I'm wrong when they when they get all the, you know, the pads on or whatever, but I just don't think that there's like a lot of times teams regress from the moment or they fold because they see the big bad bully on the other side I just don't think that's the case for Montana
3: that's not the case and and you're right on with that and this Grizzly football team is special in that regard to where there's no aura over any other team and I, I would say it even last year when the Grizz went into the Fargo Dome yes they were confident in their talent but it was a totally different feel right North Dakota State was still up here, And the Grizz were like, okay, now let's see if we can compete in this game rather than the confidence of saying, no, we know we're going to compete in this game. And I think a lot of that has to do with the stability that they've had at so many different positions The the defensive players that you named the stability at quarterback remember Montana didn't really have that last year, especially in that playoff run and These guys, and this is no slight to South Dakota State, but they're not afraid of anybody. And that is one thing I'm certainly not worried about for kickoff on Sunday is that South Dakota State comes out and it's kind of a, oh man, they're they're bigger, faster, stronger. I think that Montana is flipping that around and saying, "No, no, 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 they're not bigger, faster, stronger than us. And this is our chance. To prove that and i think south dakota state beats a lot of teams when they get off the bus before the ball is even kicked off that won't be the case on sunday and and i i'm curious to see can the grizzlies throw the first punch because south dakota state they've been playing in front the entire season the largest deficit they faced during this entire run of 28 wins is 14 points very briefly against north dakota then they blew them out after that but but can montana just let a little bit of doubt creep into the minds of the Jackrabbits. If they do, that'll go a long way in determining the the style and pace really of this game.
0: Lisa Breakdown is presented in part by Westpac Wealth. Nick Tabor at Westpac Wealth can make your life more tax-efficient from investments to retirement to whole life insurance to any and all sort of financial advising. Give Nick and his team a call today at Westpac Wealth. Westpac Wealth, making your life more tax-efficient. That well, was The last thing I was going to ask you about is how important is it to get an early lead for either side? Because like you said, South Coast State's been playing from ahead the entire season. They have the best offensive line in the FCS. They got the best running back in the FCS. Montana, though, when they play from ahead, I mean, they, they're they a bow constrictor. They get to strangle you to death. It's so funny. I was trying to explain that to Sam Herter and his audience yesterday. I was like, you can't look at the statistics when it comes to offensive production for the Grizz, except for a few of the statistics, because the second half of this season, they've been playing the game on half of the field. There's not all these yards to gain because they only play – about sixty yards from their own end zone and in because they've dominated the field position at such a high level because of the punt game, because of the kick game, and also because of the great return game spearheaded by Junior Bergen. So, um, I mean, how important is that? I mean, what's what's the stat? Rainey had a stat. Maybe it was you that had a stat. I don't know. Montana's won something like nine or ten coin tosses in a row. I mean, how big is this coin toss?
3: They've lost nine coin tosses. Well, they've lost
0: it. And right, they've- and and North Coast State was the first team that's like, yep, we want the ball. Everybody else is like, well, we're going to defer. It's like, what are you guys doing? Take the ball.
3: Amazing. The Grizzlies are 9-0 this year when losing the coin toss. How about that for a weird stat going uh, on the other side of it? I'm with you on the stat side of things. You can't, especially the total yardage point of view. And there's a lot of people from the national side of things, not me and you. We've seen the team all year, but it's just easy to look at the stats and say, oh, The Grizzlies don't average as many yards as South Dakota State. Therefore, their offense can't be as good. It's all about field position and converting points. And the Grizzlies have certainly been able to do that, like we were talking about with 30 points or more in every game since the bye week. But also going back to the point on, on scoring first, I I hope, well, I shouldn't say I hope. It'll be crazy if we're sitting here next week and somebody that falls behind by two scores comes back. Because I would tell you right now, the first team to get up by two scores is going to win this game. I just think with the style of of defense that the other team plays, and this seems to me like a game that's going to be grinded out drives. I know it doesn't seem like that that these two defenses could give up longer drives, but I think that's what it's going to take to win this game. Explosive plays. I just don't know how many are going to be there. I think that both defenses are really making sure they take that away. So getting up even by 10 is going to feel like a 21-point lead, I think, just with with how tenacious both defenses are. If the Grizzlies get up by two scores, they're going to bring pressure on end, and maybe you neutralize and and take away Isaiah Davis. That's going to be really hard to do. I mean, just a playoff machine. 24 100-yard games in his career, 12 of them have come in the playoffs, and he's done it seven straight playoff game so if the Grizz can keep Davis under 100 yards that'll go a long way but then on the flip side if South Dakota State gets a two-score lead that makes the Grizzlies more one-dimensional when Clifton McDowell's a pocket passer that might be tougher for the Grizz to come back but I I absolutely think the the first team that can get up by two scores is is probably going to be hoisting that trophy.
0: When it comes to Davis I think it all it's all about the yards per carry because he he's a he's an absolute beast. Like he's gonna rush for hundred yards because they're gonna give him the ball twenty five to thirty times. If you can make him take thirty carries to get to hundred, that's better. You know, if he's got twenty one for one seventy, like he had a couple weeks ago, that's no bueno. If he's got thirty for like ninety seven, that's a little bit different story. He's Riley Corcoran, voice of the Grizz. Anything else to add before we get you out of here? What kind of barbecue are you gonna eat down there?
3: Hutchins Barbecue. Okay, so Ooh. I've been told, I've been told by NDSU friends, South Dakota State friends, as well. That that's that's a mandatory stop. So Hutchins barbecue is gonna be on the list. Um, I'm not a big uh, dancer at all, Coulter. But uh, the world's largest country bars down here might be making uh, might wow. be making just a, a brief cameo there. I haven't worn cowboy boots very much, but no, no, you got you got to bring it and embrace the atmosphere. Well, what's really going to be cool, I, I think, is Friday, Saturday, when all the Grizz fans start pouring in and just seeing the camaraderie of what this Grizzly football team has done by bringing people together from all over the the country and to celebrate together and the Grizz Fest on Saturday night at the Frisco Rough Riders baseball stadium should be a couple thousand Grizz fans. So looking forward to a couple things there, but Hutchins barbecues on the list of things to do. I'm told though, I might need a nap afterwards. So I'm going to have to get that <laughs> done earlier rather than later.
0: One of our good buddies, Chad Eckergan. he, so if you saw Clifton McDowell's post game after the, uh, the cat game, or maybe it was after the, the Delaware game, one of the games, he was wearing his, his sweat towel that he has in his belt loop. He was wearing it right here. It looked like a little, uh, like a bib, like a napkin. So Chad's got himself a Cliff, Clifton McDowell deal, and he says he's gonna wear it to all the barbecue joints. So he's got a spot to spill his barbecue sauce. So if, if we can get that going, that'd be classic. A little Cliff, uh, barbecue towel. It sounds pretty fitting.
3: Sounds like an nil deal waiting to happen <laughs> right there. Right, the Clifton McDowell barbecue towel. Come to Texas, you need it, and hopefully the Grizz take home a title with it.
0: Yeah, you gotta love it. Bradley Corcoran, voice of the Grizz. You can find his call on the Grizzly radio network across the uh, state of Montana. And uh, you can also find him here on Skyline sports and on the big sky breakdown uh, podcast series. Thanks for being here, man. And uh, best of luck. We'll see you down there. I guess I won't see you down there. You'll see everybody else
3: down there though. Well, appreciate that, man. It's a it's a special moment, magical ride that culminates at the, at the final stop, and certainly pinching myself that uh, one of uh, two college football games left, and, and certainly on the call for it. So it'll be a great time down here, and I, I'm sure we'll catch up next week about it at blackfoot communications our mission is to connect people businesses and communities bringing a world-class fiber network to homes communities and businesses of all sizes ensures montanans have access to fast reliable and secure internet and phone services are you ready for fiber internet to find out if fiber is coming to your area visit goblackfoot.com readyforfiber connect to more with blackfoot communications